Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Tigers Talk Rugby. Before we get started, I'm Ethan Richards. I'm Beckett Rice. And I'm CJ Bakel. And for today's episode, we have two awesome special guests. So the first one is Anthony Perry, former MLR player and co-founder of High Performance Management. And then our second guest is Mike Brown, current Seattle Seawolves hooker, a former Bowling Green University player. And I will have to say that both are also co-founders of the Rugby Showcase. So welcome on, guys. Thanks, guys. Glad to be here. Excited to talk about the event. Yeah, same. Well, really yeah. excited to uh, have you guys here. You know, it's uh, been a lot going on with uh, collegiate rugby and um, amateur rugby here in the States. A lot of big stuff. Yeah, and and obviously, y'all started early last year. Uh, getting getting this event running and 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 bringing it back again this year and it's super awesome uh i i i love how much we're seeing like connections between like every level of play in the u.s and and i'm glad that uh a couple weeks ago that uh we sat down and talked about like all of the different pathways for like youth and amateur and collegiate rugby going up because like because we had those conversations. Now we get to have y'all here. So it's awesome. Most definitely, you know, really excited about uh, the showcase this year uh, happening July 15th and 16th at uh, the University of Denver, uh, right across from Infinity Park, where the USA is going to play Chile on the Saturday, um, you know, about just connecting and everything. That's the whole thing. You know, everyone who attends uh, the rugby showcase is also getting a ticket to the USA Chile game. Um, so Friday is sort of going to be um, a full day of testing and um, skills. And Saturday is going to be the scrimmage. And we'll have enough time for everyone to transfer over to the to the field. So we're really excited about the event. And uh, we have a lot of players attending. Uh, that's really awesome to hear. And I really like that format, the, you know, showing a little bit of individualness and then showing – uh, how they perform in like um, with a team. I really like that. And the opportunity that they get to show themselves to show themselves in front of MLR teams and hopefully get to play at that next level. Um, with that, uh, I think we could, uh, we'd like to know a little bit more about you guys and like uh, your positions at the rugby showcase and what exactly you guys do there. Yeah, so Anthony and I have a really good relationship. You know, we were teammates at uh, Rugby United in New York. That's how we sort of met um, through there. And just through as our rugby career's grown, we, you know, both American guys um, sort of see, you know, how tough it is to come up into the American rugby system, especially Major League Rugby. And so that's really something that we're both passionate about uh, with Anthony creating, you know, his player advocacy group, the uh, high performance management group, um, you know, myself being in the, you know, still playing in the league. Um, I had this idea, especially with the MLR draft, um, sort of having an opportunity to players to showcase their talents. You know, the first year of the NFL, dra uh, the MLR draft, uh, you know, it was during COVID. Uh, and the only way, you know, players could really get looked at, which is through a highlight tape. And if you ever seen, you know, college rugby highlight tapes the quality isn't very good even at the very top maybe the top five percent have the have good film but that's even questionable um and that's how they were judged and it was a really great opportunity for these guys to get judged it was really just another all americans list and you know it's who you know 
And we wanted to create an equal opportunity for players to be like, hey, you know, um, you show up and you play and you play well, this is your opportunity. So we did last year on the East Coast in Connecticut. Um, we chose the East Coast for a couple of reasons, just because we were both, uh, you know, we had a lot of connections from there. It was uh, in Connecticut, halfway between uh, where Rooney's headquarters and the Free Jacks were, and we knew we can get some teams out there. Um, so, you know, we did it for about two, uh, eight weeks of planning. We got over 70 players attending uh, through their 14 out of the 36 North, uh, USA picks, because you don't really count Toronto because they're going to pick Canadians. Um, <laughs> picked, yeah. About 40% got drafted from who attended our event. Um, eight players were also picked up in free agency as well and put into their academies. Um, so we had guys like, you know, Caleb Strum out of Alabama, who is, mm-hmm. you know, not, a, not never been recognized as All-American, never been, you know, looked at in the MLR, was on anyone's radar. However, he really uh, balled out that weekend and uh, ran the fastest 40 time and Austin really loved it. So, um, we, you know, everyone who did well in the physical testing got drafted um, for that, the top physical testers. But we also, during the day, had skills and also scrimmages at the end. Um, we chose tens for the scrimmages because we didn't want to get into the intricacies of the line out and the scrums um, because, you know, it's a lot of cohesion into that and we want ball and play. So everyone got 30 minutes of ball and play in front of MLR scouts right on the sidelines. So, um, you know, we really didn't like to use the term combine either. Um, we think combine a lot of times players just a combine in American rugby have a, is a bad taste and they just want your data and, you know, make it look good, check the box and put your data into an app. And there you go. That's your evaluation. Um, we really want to be able to showcase your talent. So um, it was a huge success and teams really um, this year are wanting to do it and wanting to come out and be a part of it. And same with, you know, other USA national team players, MLR players wanting to help the vet bigger and better because um, the guys that are in, you know, sort of, um, you know, sort of into the system or into the MLR, see how they, you know, ways they can help and give back to future players, especially American players and with the Rugby World Cup. Um, this, you know, the event hopefully can get bigger and better. And that's why we wanted to have it, you know, coinciding with the, you know, the biggest rugby game in the, the year, the USA Chile game for the test match game too. So, um, and we want to make sure guys could support that. We just don't want to have one-off events. And that's what happens within American rugby. So we want just want to make it a great weekend. So um, yeah, Pez, you can sort of, you know. Yeah, I would say I, I heard you guys talk about how, you know, the the set piece at the combines or you guys had your own opinions about how uh, different USA or uh, other combines have been run. So we're really trying to do something different and make it make an impact. And for us, it's all about just giving back to the sport that we love. And we see, you know, first of all, that, you know, players do need advocates that, you know, these guys are barely paid anything really. And for the teams, it's all about, you know, trying to make money. Um, but for the players, they're just doing it because they love to do it. Um, so that's not always, you know, an easy conversation for a player to have with coach. So first at HPM, we try, we try to uh, support the players in that aspect as much as possible. Um, and then we, we view the, the showcase as a way to give an equal opportunity to, to anybody who wants to come. Um, to, we want players from all over, whether they're recognized by, you know, USA Rugby or All-Americans in college, um, to have a platform to meet all the coaches, get in front of all the coaches and compete with other best players. Um, so for us, it's really just all about giving back and, and uplifting players um we don't we last year you know I actually was down I paid money to do it and I'm happy to do that again 
Um, and we we're not looking to like sign players up or anything like that. Like we're we're here as a resource if players want to use us. Um, not you know trying to uh, you know take a percentage of someone who's getting paid twelve and a half thousand dollars. We all have other jobs. This is really just about us giving back um, as much as much as we can and. We try to do a good job and, and try to differentiate ourselves from other combines that, you know, have been around for decades and really haven't amount, haven't uh, amounted to much. So. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoy the idea of the level playing field for everybody because what the past, what it seems that when it comes to like American rugby going from the college to any, not even like pro or just anywhere above that it's the, Life University, the Cal, the blue chip got like schools that have all those players move up. So how does, you know, somebody from like, I know say Clemson, we're not exactly a blue chip program, I would say, or even some smaller schools. How do they get invited to this event? No, there's no uh, invite list. Uh, anyone can sign up uh, for it. You know, uh, all they have to do is go to our website, sign up. There's no register. You know, that's something different. No one has to apply to our event and there's no one behind a computer screen upholding, uh, you know, some type of standard uh, for you. You know, if you think you're good enough, then we want to be able to give you that opportunity to shoot your shot. Um, like I said, I don't think, you know, if guys like Decor Davis or, you know, Caleb Strum last year, you know, if they, send in their highlights or their, their, you know, their background, I'm not too sure they would get invited. So there's no, all you have to do is just sign up on our website and uh, there's no applicant, there's no application review process. To, to like, let everybody know exactly what, what's the URL, what, where are we yeah. signing up at? Yeah. Uh, www.therugbyshowcase.com. Our Instagram handle is also just uh, at underscore the rugby showcase. Perfect. Enough. Yeah. I, awesome. I wanted to make sure I was like, we got the website. We've got where they're signing <laughs> up. Let's just give, make it explicit for everybody to hear. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and so, I do want to reiterate again, we do have very good scrumming at, at the, at the showcase as a, as a prop, I make sure that we get really, really good sets going. It's not just like one-on-one, two-on-two, you know, we get uh, at least five-on-five, um, and some big hits. So we had a really good scrum session. It was actually crazy last time. Just rapid fire scrums for like 25 minutes, probably. Oh, oh my probably gosh. did like 25 <laughs> scrums at that time, honestly. So that was two, two front rowers and and a, and well, I guess Beckett's bounced around yeah, a little bit. I, yeah, I I'm the utility forward basically. Yeah. I came in we, as a we flanker. Actually joke around Beckett's played uh forward bingo in that he's yeah, played I, every single every single <laughs> forward position for Clemson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah <laughs> Primarily yeah. hooker and flanker though. Nice. If I get my way. <laughs> yeah, really. That, we that can... was sort of sort of what you know we wanted to change from last year this year. Just listen to feedback. You know, if last year was a one-day event, just mm-hmm. sort of get off the ground, try to do our best possible, get these teams in. But because it's getting bigger and better, we took you know some feedback. We want to spread it out um to make it a two-day event so players can, you know, they felt a little rush maybe into mm-hmm. you know um all their skills and want to make sure they're getting their best foot in front of these teams. So the morning session, Friday morning is going to be all the physical testing. We do a 40 meter dash, um, an L drill, uh, vertical, vertical max. We do um, the, this year we're going to add in the Bronco. Um, That was requested by teams last year. (laughs) Um, And then also we're going to do a bench press. That's, uh, you know, definitely um, optional uh, for guys, but um, a lot of, a lot of players loved it. It was a great, you know, it was, 
probably the most exciting event that we did out there. Um, guys really got around it and also the teams really actually liked it. Um, and then we go to, everyone gets lunch and then we go to uh, the backs or with the backs, do they're, you know, passing their skills or kicking their one V ones. And then we get in the forwards um, do some, you know, some live tackling, some rucking and some scrums and also just some soft skills um, for two, two hours. And then everyone breaks. That's that gives us to around three o'clock. And then, um, Saturday morning, we'll get some scrimmages into um, 10 v 10s also. We might just start from some, some set, set pieces um, for teams to get some better looks at to guys in their positions for 15s. But we just spread it out this year because, um, you know, we just want to give these guys the best opportunity and teams are going to be out there for in Denver for the USA game. No, that, and I, I think that's really awesome, the uh, more, a little bit more spread out to give, like you say, a better opportunity for the players. Um Interesting, fun fact, actually, last year I had put in for the MLR draft just because I mostly because I wanted to see, like, if I could see it get a little bit more about uh, how the draft process works, because we started making mock drafts for the um, the uh, MLR draft. Um, and I actually gotten a message about coming to the showcase myself last year about it, but I had already uh, set up plans with my family for that weekend. Um, but the awesome thing about last year is we were able to see all the measurables and um, how players performed and stuff. And that really helped us create a more accurate mock draft. Um, not quite as accurate as we wanted, but a lot of the guys who did get drafted and who went to the showcase, we had listed on our draft, maybe not in the right places, but they were there. So, and being able to get out that kind of media, a little bit more exposure because we haven't really seen any other mock drafts anywhere else is really awesome. Yeah. yeah, I love it. You know, um, I think this year it was last year was posted. It was uh, produced by Rugby Pass. Same. It's going to be this year. Uh, it's going to be on the Rugby Network. It had huge hits. It's one of the most uh, interacted uh, page or videos on their YouTube channel. Um, the first three days, I think, of the, on the Rugby Network, we had over, you know, 80,000 views on the Rugby Network. Um, so people are definitely interested in into our event. And um, especially, you know, it's all the debate, you know, um, does the American way translate into, you know, the physical testing and how they do yeah. things it's translated to rugby and people like to talk about it. And it's really good content. Do I think, you know, um, a player's bench press is, you know, is going to determine how good they are as a rugby player? No, but is it, you know, is the content is it entertaining. Does it, can it show off someone's strengths of a, you know, as, as their strength? Yeah, I can. Um, yeah. So this year it's going to be hosted, like I said, by Ben Foden. Uh, again, who played with us in New York and he's really trying to grow the game in American rugby. So that brings some more credibility to it. Um, but then, you know, as we continue on, it's going to be a bigger video and rugby pass really sees the value in it because how well it went this year. So it'll be longer. It'll be more in depth. We want to highlight some players, talk about, you know, their, how their, their stories, because, you know, a guy gets drafted at, you know, number eight overall and, you know, for Seattle and everyone's like, all right, cool. This guy got drafted by Seattle. We, we're happy, but no one knows anything about them. We want to right. build those stories want to build that connection even even if he's not a top guy guys have different stories throughout you know you know the nfl draft for the nba draft they've come through adversity we want to share that and be able to you know provide more content so it's really good the rugby pass is actually producing um the mlr draft too so a lot of our um there was a couple clips afterwards about our you know the showcase with like sam kolowski um into the MLL draft, but they're actually going to show more footage about this since you know this is the second time go around and um so yeah, each physical tester, by the way, also got, like I said, got drafted. Um, so what's really good, what we want to build in the, why we want to keep most of the events all the same. is just that, you know, 
a guy like, like I said, Caleb, you got to go back to Caleb Strong. He ran the 40 and he's having a good rookie rookie season. Um, we want to build those comparisons throughout the year. So yeah. uh, this guy did really well. He His measurables matched up to this guy and you start building those comparisons and that's how teams can sort of evaluate. And you have that type of talk as fans, just like in other sports in the NFL or the NBA. I, I love that so much. More easier to digest, I guess, for Americans who are new to it. Because you could always say that, oh, this player is incredibly fast, but you know, you could say Caleb's drum, right? Ran the fastest 40. The next year, this guy runs the same exact time, if not better. It's I like that idea of like the comparison and keep on building it up because like that'll be I see it, I see this as a tool uh for teams going forward. Yeah, and yeah. and one one thing that you kind of touched on uh a, like a good bit earlier that I think we're now kind of uh dancing in that same realm. So I want to come back to it was you'd made that comment about like build like having players sending in film uh like as a method and as somebody who like I did film and stats for Clemson for quite a while while I was uh doing my undergrad and like because I was the only person running the only camera like pretty much every time occasionally I would be able to convince somebody else to pick up a camera with me it was like we only had one angle for for like the entire team and I have to make sure I capture every moment so I can watch all of the setup things that are happening while maybe this person's making this phenomenal like positive tackle for themselves uh and and they're like putting in work on that side of the field and it's like a speck on the screen rather than like actually like being something that shows off their talent so like putting it on having having such like an integration with a system like uh the rugby network and and having y'all be connected there is just so big because it's allowing these players to actually see get more like limelight focus time for just everyone to see and because i know for me that was always frustrating because the player would come to me and be like hey could you could you help me like find clips and i'm like i mean we can try but the clips are not dedicated for any one player so it never turns out well whenever I did yeah and there's so much talent out there too like you know that isn't playing at like a top rugby college school you know rugby's still very uh young I think as a college sport I mean obviously it's been around for a while but um there's like really good athletes at a lot of smaller schools um mm -hmm. who you know deserve a shot uh and and will make us overall just a better as a country getting these guys high level experience too yeah yeah, yeah, and we're trying, you know, to remove, uh, I think, oh, go ahead. I was saying, just uh, especially like getting guys going up and getting a better as an overall country in rugby, especially for nine years down the road. Now yeah, that we're no, officially no, totally. hosting. Absolutely. Totally. You know, yeah. totally. I mean, that's one thing that Mike and I talk about a lot, too, is like a lot of the guys like we've been playing with for years now. Uh, whether it's Josh or Kyle Sumption, Harry Bennett, they're all become, you know, college coaches now. And, and we really feel like, once you have like players with years and years of high level experience now becoming coaches, like they're going to be able to impart that wisdom now to, to the young guys and, and so on, which will really uplift American rugby as a whole. So uh, that's part of what we're doing with the showcase and HPM too, is just like giving a platform for players to give back. And I can't even tell you how many guys like top MLR guys, top USA guys are all reaching out and trying to be a part of this because they know how important it is to, to give back to the sport. 
Yeah, the, I think the biggest thing going forward is just, um, you know, trying to eliminate those barriers of pay to play throughout the system. And we want to make sure that, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to do that, um, remove those barriers because we don't, we've worked with a lot of players and we never want to make cost cost an issue. So um, we're working really hard about sponsorships, about making this up, you know, everything that everyone got, a, first off, everyone got to get a, got a jersey um for the event last year um you know it's almost you know just like the nfl combine they have their number so they can identify it um luckily shout out uh world rugby shop they sponsored through it all and the players got to keep it and uh it was really cool for them you know it's value something they got to keep from it um from the experience and uh so different sponsors of the event of each event of the jersey um, of you know eyes on the rugby now on the rugby network and rugby pass we're trying to sort of help it out sort of you know pay pay the way for these guys you know the less fortunate guys that aren't able to make it make it you know last year we paid for a lot of guys flights um out out into connecticut so we're just always just trying to find ways to eliminate the cost so the best players can show up and play and there's not that you know never costing be an issue because that's you know as players been through the system you know, the USA system, that's something that we don't want. And we just want the best players to show up just like, you know, in all the top sports. Absolutely. So to, to extend on this, like the best players, uh, like goal, right. And, and obviously like setting, setting that kind of goal is extensive. There's so many aspects that come with that. And, and now that like, we have this definitive announcement saying that, the world cup will be happening in nine years in the U S and that's like a, a great selling point and fo focus for like youth rugby, amateur rugby, collegiate rugby, like what, what sort of uh, like changes have y'all had like knowing that this would be like an outcome? Like, are you like hoping or looking at this like, as, as something that you guys can aspire to send, like have players come get noticed and make their way into that team that will be like representing the U.S. at home at big stadiums? Is that something that you guys like are uh, aspire to have? I mean, yeah. I think that would be really, that would be really cool, but we're just, we're just like focused on, uh, you know, this year and, and, kind of giving back and uplifting players, uh, you know, this year, next year. I mean, if 10 years from now, one of those guys ends up being, uh, you know, captain of the World Cup team in America, I mean, that would be awesome. But uh, for us, it's just, you know, getting guys, you know, from all over the country, top guys, top talent in front of these coaches and getting, creating a pathway for them to get into the, into the MLR. I think, you know, we Brown and I think that the US USA should, you know, make it to the semifinal in the, the World Cup here. That that would be, I think, the the real goal, but I, I'm not sure that we will be able to have such a huge impact on that. Well, I mean, I think you know, college rugby is really a mess and there's a lot of different moving parts. And this is sort of you know a frustration of mine. I'm not a huge fan of college rugby in general, of how it's run, I should say, and it doesn't really help the player, I think. And a player, a really good player in high school, I've seen a lot of really good players in high school get lost in the college system because there's no direct pathway or there's coaches that have, you know, other play. I, sometimes coaches rather just win or just make themselves look good compared to worrying about the player's pathway and what's best, how are we going to create the best player going forward? But this is sort of why I created this event. Also, you know, we're going to have um, Colorado youth uh, 
players that are going to also run, you know, after the testing in between while the, we're doing units, the forwards work, there's actually going to be youth players are going to run the 40, are going to do a push-up contest, are going to do the L drill to sort of bring it all in um, to come out there. I, whether they're, you know, turning the rugby players or not, we want to connect with the youth. And um, if the rugby, you know, sort of, you know, college rugby is very complicated in, the, in America and, you know, foreigners may not know about all the intricacies unless you're in it. And this is sort of just a way of just like, hey, um, I, you know, you can go from, there's a pathway from high school and you can control that. I used to, you know, I coached um, last year for Dallas Jesuit, who won the state Texas championship um, from there. So I love high school rugby. I think that's a great product. And I think there's a lot of great players from there. Like I said, I think the big issue is college. So this sort of just erases that and say, hey, there's a clear pathway doesn't matter where you go to school because sometimes you can't go to the best rugby school because that's not what, what you want to do academically um for vice versa either or so this is just like hey i could train for this i can keep up with this doesn't matter what my coach thinks i can train i can show up for this and this is sort of my goal um through there so i think the high school does a really good job and i've coached high school love high school um through it um but this sort of you know sort of skips all the you know the college mess and goes straight Here's your shot. Here he goes. Here's a direct pipeline. That's sort of what we hope we can do. Those players in our high school, um, you know, debating, hey, do I want to continue playing rugby? Um, sort of look at this and be like, oh, you know what? I, there's a clear shot. I can come out here. So hopefully that trickles out into, you know, the, you know, 2031 or beyond. So I have, I guess, two unrelated questions. The first one <laughs> is this is just a, out of curiosity. Uh, how many times can you go to the showcase or like, do you have to be a college senior to go to the showcase or say if we have a freshman or a rookie that's on our college team, who's promising and just wants to go and try on and compare himself to everybody else. Is that a possibility? And then maybe a couple years down the line, he, he's about to graduate and then could go again. That possibility, yeah. Do you know yeah, anyone 18 and up, we don't want to, you know, tell you, you know, when you want to, you know, give your opportunity. You know, it's a great networking event, like what Anthony said too, to meet the coaches. And if that's your aspiration, you know, you could sort of, you know, test the waters out too to see where you're at. And you don't have to be draft declared. That's not the only way to get into the MLR. You know, you can go through their academy system. You can be, you know, picked up, um, you know, anytime as possible while you're in college as well. You, not all the time you have to be, you know, in the draft per se. Um, so anyone who's 18 and up and you don't have to be a college because you know, not everyone's life is directed towards, you know, the college role. You know, some people go to trade school, some people start work, everyone has different life. So we don't want to make this, you know, while it's draft focused because there's a show part into it and the league and content. Um, we don't, you know, there's also an opportunity for players who don't are in college to give them that pathway as well. I think a big part of it too, is like, is like what uh, Mike said. I just want to reiterate it is that you get to meet, you know, hopefully all the, a representative from every team. So let's say you're like a freshman or a sophomore and you want to get to know these teams um, and want them to know about you. Uh, it's a great way to kind of go and sell yourself and get to know these guys. And, and it goes the opposite way too. It's a great way for the teams to, you know, have conversations with the players and get to know them a little bit more rather than, you know, just talk to their coach or, or you know, see them on, on the app that everyone is signing up for, you know? So yeah, I guess you just answered my second question. My second question was, do you, how many coaches and scouts or people from, or representatives from these teams do you guys expect? Um, we expect every team to have a representative there. I mean, we've, we have confirmation from most of them. Um, 
So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, everyone really loves everyone really bad. loves the event. Honestly, I mean, it's really it has a lot of value just because it has all the best uh, talent in the U.S. at an event at one time. You know, and these guys, right, these scouts, right. they're so busy. They're not going to go, you know, to every regional combine or to you know like a week long uh, senior game, which I actually think is really cool. But I, it's just it's just not realistic that all the scouts from every team will be able to go to those types of events so for us that's like a very big differentiator is that you know it's one it's two days it's one event all the top guys all the teams there get to meet you know and uh we feel like it's a very powerful platform uh to uplift and give opportunity to players and they get to go to the you know national one of the you know qualifying game too make it into like i said how we're trying to combine the pathways through it you know usa mm-hmm. rugby i think when they run events everyone just runs individual events you got to connect with everyone and make it mm-hmm. into a whole event and streamline this like i said i'm talking about youth joining us into doing you know some combine testing so obviously the college players are going to be there to mlr guys that are going to you know like myself they're also going to be there and players who are also going to help to the national team that's also we're all going to see it. so i think that's something that's missing in america which other countries sort of take for granted so um yeah we just want to make it into a huge event and i have to tip my cap to mike too you know he's he watches so much like obscure college rugby every college game, every MLR game. He's really a nut for, for all this stuff and has a great eye for talent. Um, and it's kind of been amusing to us to see because uh, I know you guys had the shield guy on here, but every time we announce a player's coming or a coach is coming the next week, they announced that they invited the same guy to, to their event. So, I mean, it just shows like who the market leader is. And also that like Mike has a great eye for talent to, uh, you know, get all the, the, the top guys into one place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I know we've been talking about it because, like I've said, we we were trying to start working on what our draft boards would look like. Um, one thing we were actually really interested in talking about, asking you guys about, because we saw you um, partnered up with them last week, is the Playwise. Um, and so we, we'd like to hear a bit more about that, how exactly that works, how that uh, is going to benefit the players and build better connections. Yeah, so Playwise, you know, everyone who signs up for the MLR draft has to go on Playwise. So Playwise is just an app where you can put your uh, pretty much your highlights, your stats, who you are just on a marketplace on an app, and teams can sort of just look, look at you and just be like, oh, um, we're looking for, you know, a flanker in this position, and teams can, you know, let the players, the marketplace know we're looking for a flanker, and players who are on that app can sort of apply for it, and teams can, you know, it's vice versa, same with agents, go on there. So um, what we're working on with the showcase is actually, because a lot of the players are going to be in the MLR draft, it's more, more a crossover, but some of their stats can be on there, their showcase highlights on there, and sort of when they're done with the showcase, um, you know, even though it's a great network comp, opportunity it just further builds builds um just more connections for them being on the app so they'll be able to just connect with more teams and more players even after showcase if they you know if players are looking for more more opportunities and teams are posting on it they're able to build more data and same with teams sort of knowing about the player as well so it just builds more connections and opportunities your network sort of just grows through there so we're just on top it's more of a play-wise just more of a supplement on there uh for the players afterwards so they just don't feel like Oh, I, you know, um, I talked to these teams or, you know, this is it. This is the only thing to showcase. Like 
some, you know, to be on Playwise and sort of just mark, market yourself more on there as well. So Playwise, they're great. They're a great company and they're great. You know, they want to help American players expand. So it's just a different way with, you know, technology where it's going for it and just to be on that marketplace. Yeah, it's, I think it's really cool. I love those. I love those guys and what they're doing. But yeah, it is. It's just a way. Uh, for players to kind of connect with teams and see what positions are open. It's actually not only for the MLR, it's it's more global. So let's say you want, you're want a player and you wanted to go play somewhere else, you could see openings in, in other countries and it works the opposite way too. You know, anyone can come look at a American player or a player, they're actually players from all over the world too and, and try to connect with them to fill spots. Um, and, and I think it's it's a really awesome product and, and we're excited to be partnering with them and have our uh, players on there. And again, another difference between us and other regional combines would be like those regional combines are just taking your stats and putting you on the app. You know, it's not really an opportunity to uh, meet with coaches and GMs and in person and also MLR players and other players that you're going to be playing with, you know, for a long time in the MLR. So kind of like a social media or like a LinkedIn for rugby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I would say like a LinkedIn. It is more of like a marketplace the way you guys should go on there and check it out. It's pretty cool, but yeah, it's kind of like a LinkedIn. Yeah. It would be like if LinkedIn was a marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> we actually, we actually have hopped on the Playwise when we, when we saw it was announced, we were very interested in it yeah. and we were like looking through it. We actually looked through the jobs and it was like, I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> New England was like uh, looking for an assistant coach. England rugby was looking for like a salary cap um, and uh, something uh, administrator. We were like, oh, we should obviously sign up. We seem so qualified <laughs> for these <laughs> positions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was a kind of a fun little side side adventure for us was because yeah. of like y'all partnering that with them we we went and adventured through it and and found some of those job opportunities and we we're like you should apply you should apply <laughs> yeah do you guys apply who's the next uh assistant coach for england here oh uh, you yeah. know oh, no, i'll take over the head coaching job once eddie jones steps down after the world Cup. You, you heard it here first yeah oh i also wanted to i forgot i was going to correct mike too he said caleb ran the fastest 40 but my, the legend Ben Foden actually ran the fastest 40. Oh, that's right. Year, so I do have to correct that. On the that. Rugby I can't let that he stand. Was like... <laughs> a little like Rich Eisen, right? So Rich Eisen from the NFL Network. It's, he's not, sort of it's not like that because he's the fastest one. So it's a bit <laughs> different. And he takes it very serious as well. No, yeah. I'm not too sure where he's at right, you know, for this year. Oh, I, I expect him to be very fast or pull a handy. We'll Has he posted about it about that since? Because he, it seems like Ben Foden could be that guy that's going to be like, oh yeah, I'm the fastest out of all these collegiate players for like. He's going to tell everybody that for the entire year. Like, like you know, I was the fastest. Year. At the oh showcase. no, he's a very, yeah. he's a very, very humble guy, honestly. But uh, <laughs> we, I'll yeah. brag for him. He, he was yeah. I don't know, 34, 35 last year, ran faster than all the college kids. So Anthony that's did the bench right press. there. Anthony did the bench press last year. It wasn't filmed, but hopefully this year we can uh, film it. I've been oh, training. Yes. I've, been tr I've been training. <laughs> what did you get last year? I think I, I didn't do that well. I think I got like 25 reps. I There was a couple kids there that uh, did better than me, so I was like, ah. So pretty good. <laughs> now, now you're like, yeah, now you're I, mean, like, I got better hit. than like some NFL players on their job. <laughs> I, have, I have guys yeah. messaging the account saying they're training for the bench press. You know, they're, they're players I actually really I wanted to make it 245 pounds uh, mm -hmm. just because I wanted I was like all right 
we're rugby. We got to be stronger than the than the football guys. We got to be a little bit different. But or uh, our, you can put like you can tape like one of the two and a half plates in the middle, so it's like two twenty seven and a half or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. sure. So I think uh, we've we're at a good point to uh, start wrapping things up a little bit. CJ, um, oh, at the end of all of our episodes where we have guests, always give some good little quick. Uh, rapid fire questions to kind of like break us out of the rugby conversation and and uh, let people know a little bit more about y'all as well so cj i'll let you take that over okay so i guess these are rapid fire so the first thing that comes to mind but the first one's kind of easy it's what's your favorite sport besides rugby and do you have any favorite teams and players uh i mean i'm a big nfl guy Unfortunately, I'm from Detroit, so I mean, Lions. Uh, that you know, that's my, Ooh. that's those are my you know teams. Not very good, and, and the uh, big U of M fan. But again, not 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 something to be bra- bragging about. Yeah, I mean, to watch, I love watching football as well. Big Giants fan, favorite players, Brandon Jacobs. I think he's probably you know one of the best running backs of all time, in my humble opinion. <laughs> um, but playing, I always play basketball. My no bias. always pick up basketball, so that's what I like to do. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right, next question. If you were an ice cream flavor, what would it be? You know, I could go. Oh, yeah, cotton candy. <laughs> oh, cotton candy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Real yeah. sweet tooth. Exactly. <laughs> Chocolate, always reliable. Always reliable. Ooh. Oh, that's a good answer. All right. And then the last one, I know that this was a heated debate over (laughs) uh, social media. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? Got to be wheels. I think it's got to be wheels, but I could be wrong. I I thought wheels. I'm with wheels too, but I thought the argument was doors or windows. I thought that's what it was, but I'm down for wheels too. No, a window's got to be a window, not a door. But that was what the debate was, right? <laughs> Doors versus windows. That's what I thought. But was it? I thought I hadn't heard that one. I, I don't know. I don't there know. were a few Maybe that stemmed from it, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We just heard it. We were just like a slightly different circle. On Doors the internet. or wheels, man. That's yeah. tough. I think wheels. I think wheels. See, yeah. I would I, personally, I would go doors just because like all of the doors inside of a house as well like on houses inside of houses plus like i don't know you know i just but think about it every car's got like five wheels or six if you count the steering wheel because everything has a spare oh i didn't even if you're gonna count like gears that's a wheel okay okay you're getting real technical on what the definition of a wheel here was and i wasn't ready it's a wheel with teeth (laughs) but the thing is also that every you know every car has you know four doors yeah. Five if you count True. the truck. I don't know how you guys see it, but not every house, count. not every house has wheels. So yeah, yeah. True, you know true. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad but you're I don't know. Are we counting here. like shopping carts and stuff like that Ooh, too? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, well, we'll we'll leave that to be pondered upon. So uh CJ, what, what do we got this week for games uh across the world? Uh so I've got my MLR games for the week. Uh, sort of no bias here. Seattle Seawolves versus Houston Sabercats, uh, May 27th at 10.30 p.m. Second, already wearing his jersey. We already know Mike. 
no bias there, right? <laughs> the the army jerseys this week are pretty cool for Seattle, so we gotta check them out. Oh, yeah, they are. Awesome. Oh yeah. We were talking about it before the podcast that all of the uh all the military appreciation jerseys, the Memorial Day jerseys are pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. They're nice. Very nice. And then the other one is New England Free Jacks versus Noel Gold, May 29th at 6 30 p.m. That one's on Fox Sports One, isn't that right, Anthony? Yeah, uh, I actually love both those teams. I played for both those teams. Um, but I, I think, uh, if I'm being honest, I would say that uh, New England has a, has the edge there, but you never know what's going to happen. So, well, everybody should go watch that game and go watch some rugby in order to see what happens. 